Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I wouldn't say we fell in love right away. I think we were, as they call it in the biz, trauma bonding. And then after eight years of being insufferably sober, I started drinking again. Addicts tend to be rather sensitive people. Aren't you Mark Maron? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, what happened to you? Hi, this is Anna David. You're listening to Light Hustler. I'm so glad you're listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, If you're new to this podcast, welcome. This is where we share our dark to find our light, both lighthearted and light in the spiritual sense, you know, like that light that's shining through the clouds, getting us to grow internally. Yes. Aren't you glad you get it? By the way, speaking of getting it, It means so much to me if you review this podcast, even if you just go and subscribe, just hit subscribe. You do me such a massive favor. So if this podcast has ever done anything for you, and I hope it has, I would be so grateful if you would do that for me. With that, I'm going to introduce the the subject, the performer in this podcast, because this is one of those ones from my live show, uh, my storytelling show that happens in Los Angeles. I love this guy so much. His name is Greg Barrett. He is the New York Times bestselling author of numerous books, including He's Just Not That Into You. He's the guy who coined that phrase. He was a consultant on Sex in the City. He came up with that idea. I don't know if you guys saw that. Uh, it became a sensation. It became a book. It became a movie. God, it was a thing. But he's a huge comedian as well. He's been on The Tonight Show, Late Night with Conan O'Brien. He has his own comedy specials. And I am lucky enough to call him a friend. With that, I'm going to give you Greg Barrett. But first, I'm going to tell you, it's better with the lights on. So go out there and hustle your light, light hustler. I am bringing up our final performer. He is, let's just call him a national treasure. Um, <laughs> truly one of the funniest people I've ever met. New York Times bestselling author of multiple books, including He's Just Not That Into You. Uh, performed all over the world, been on every late night TV show you can imagine. Please give it up for Greg Barron. How about a hand for everybody who saw tonight? What a fun show. A good show. I also uh, jerk off to Fielding's Husband's Real. (laughs) It's good. You got to see it. It's good. You don't expect that. I didn't expect that. I just thought maybe it's a guy acting, but there's something about it. (laughs) I'm going to just go ahead and let this happen because why not? I was gonna take the jacket off, but I, I fucking I was so I was so excited when we got to go out tonight. 
You know, this fucking, you know, I've had this jacket for fucking 20 years. I don't think I've ever worn it. <laughs> so I bought it, like, I felt bad for it when it was at Abercrombie Fitch. I'm like, come on, man, you come on with me. We'll do something at some point. And I just sat there. I went, what the fuck? I know, dude, I know. It's always brown. I don't know what to tell you. It's always. And even then, I just put two sweaters on. I can't, but so here we are. I'm not positive we made the right choice, but. So, but model had a different, he wore this differently, the Ab Fitch model did back in the day. He, I think he just wore this. And he had a pair of shorts on his head and then just fucking nothing. Some bush, like it was like a little bit of bush. This, and shorts on, he was having the best fucking time, him and his buddies. They had a rugby ball. It didn't seem like the rugby we played in college, but it seemed better, really, if they were having a great time um, of it. Those guys had so much fun in the 90s, those Ab Fitch guys. It really, the rest of us were so cold. We had our fucking wool caps on and... We're in our long johns. And, no, that's Pearl Jam. I feel like we were all in Pearl Jam for a little bit. In the 90s, we all just fucking got, it was just cold. And we were riding bicycles and trying new juices and getting alternative with it. Learning our fucking, listening to Bikini Kill. I don't know what, what this has nothing to do with anything really. Um, it's okay. That's all right. I don't, you know, I, uh, when uh, Fielding was talking about her, her bottom, uh -huh. Um, I don't have a good one. Like I, I, mine was in the, mine was before. I didn't know what it was until after. I just, I'm one of those people that goes, you know, I just had it. Which nobody fucking, nobody wants that person to share. But like, one day I woke up and I'm like, I just fucking had it. You know what I mean? Enough's enough already. Sick and tired of it like that. Oh fuck, that's not a good fucking, you can go through a window like something. And fucking make it epic. That shit happened. It just never bothered me. It never bothered me. I did shit that was insane, and I was like, yeah, fucking, whoa. Like, I didn't fucking care until I finally one day fucking did. All of it. Like, I fucking would be holding my own liver going, what's your deal? <laughs> We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> I just fucking thought I was having a good time. I feel like I might, like, that's something. Like, I don't want to rewrite it. Like, I was so, so sad. At the end, very sad. And also, just... I had to, like, I was not a healthy person, but until about two or three weeks before, fuck, this, let's jump off of something. Like, I, I don't know, if, like, I, one of the things I remember about being a boy, you know, like, when you're little, when I was a kid, and I'm telling you this story here, people didn't like kids when I was a kid. They didn't. They didn't like kids. They didn't love them. They didn't want to be around them. They were like... You know what I mean? Like, not like, because I'm a parent now, we, you fuck, I love them. I mean, check in, we check in, we're checking in, we're checking in, right? Just, just, I'm checking in with you. Just make sure we're checking in and you're good, you got everything you need, and so you're good, good, and you know, but also whatever, and also I don't have to talk to you. I can sit back here, whatever, we've taken the edges off of everything. All the edges are off. We cut everything, the whole house is round on the inside, he's soft. We live inside of a pillow ball, you'll be fine. You've never. What happened upstairs? Oh, we got rid of upstairs. No stairs. We just got rid of upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all long, all long and soft. All long and soft. Stay inside. Like, you know. I just remember anyone ever asking me one fucking question. Nobody asked me how the fuck. Nobody checked in with me. I'd be weirded out if my dad fucking checked in with me. I'd be like, what are you? Weird? What's wrong with you? And my, I love my parents. They were nice. But my, mostly people just go, why are you in here? That's all. Why are you in here? Whatever. Get out when you go outside, right? I just went outside. And I didn't come back inside until I got sober. I was just outside. Nobody fucking gives a shit. 
We already played with the six toys that we had back then, right? There was only like six things, like a bicycle and an etch sketch and a yo-yo. You're like, you're fucking done at nine. And you're just walking around your house going, well, fuck, what does this lamp do? What if I put that upside down? Like, you just... And I can only speak for being a boy, but like, boys are it's not even malicious. You're just like, I wonder if that makes a sound if you break it. You know what I mean? It's like, what does that do? Oh, it falls down. Like, you're like, that's a cool sound. Like, it's not... It's just a need to, like, I just want to fucking pull on that. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, it's a, you know, whatever. I don't care. It's a table. I just want to pull it or push it, you know? So, like, just go. Get the fuck out, you know? And nobody cared. So you're just like, oh, no, or they won't come back. Nobody cared. There's no phones or internet. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. It's awesome. You just leave and fucking be gone for days before anyone fucking put up a signal flare. Think about that now, man. Doesn't that sound kind of amazing just to walk somewhere with nothing in your fucking hands? Just fucking walking. Just walking out there fucking... <laughs> to stand somewhere, to stand somewhere, to stand there. I just stood like this in front of a store. Like I'd be like here for like ten minutes before somebody came and fucking got me. <laughs> right out of a fucking house. So like, sir, sir, what do you? You have a phone? What are you doing? Let's get away from there, sir. Why are you standing around? Let's fucking move it. <laughs> around that his phone. That motherfucker's trouble. <laughs> <laughs> fucking thinking about shit? <laughs> Bang. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like, I don't remember that energy ever going away. And I wasn't like, uh, I didn't really love sports that much. And I was very happy to find music when I did. Because I, that can also be destructive and you don't have to knock anybody else down. You just break some other shit. And uh because you're in a band, you're like, oh, I'm going to also break shit. But that's just all it is. I just throw a TV out of a thing or push something or put your dick in a fish. Like, you don't care. You're like, <laughs> you know, and I don't want it. That's, I didn't, no, fuck, I don't want it. You know, but it just was like, I don't know. So I did a lot of, I had a lot of those things where I'd wake up. Like, they're literally, honestly, truly. I woke up, like, or came to once on peyote. And I'm not, I wish, I wish I was, I, we were, I was driving into the ocean, driving, you know, I had a Ford, I had a Bronco, 79 Ford Bronco, and I was just driving into the ocean with five other dudes, and nobody was, we're all, they were all down with it, we're like, we're going, I was a fucking leader of men when I was fucked up, a leader of men, four other guys agreed, that it would be awesome to drive on the fucking floor of the ocean together. <laughs> Barrett's going, man. He says he's going. Let's fucking go with it. We're all on peyote. How could this end badly? <laughs> and nobody, nobody said as the car was fucking floating and we're trying to get it out. Like nobody's like, man, you maybe ought to fucking tone it down a bit. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. <laughs> you know. And I have talked about that here about waking up with. You know, the idea, like I said, it, it, it's, it's not as fun <laughs> now. I mean, it's all right. There's a lot of other things. Fun is a, is a high, that's a high premium to play, pay for anything. You get a certain point in life, and you're, the question you ask yourself is, are we going to have fun? Am I not going to be sad? That's all I want to know. Am I not going to be sad? That's all. I just want to be sad. Don't mind not being happy. That's exhausting. But if I can just not, is it going to make me sad? No. Okay, cool. I'll go. <laughs> I got no warning today before annihilation. Somebody's just said, no, 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 because, oh, nope. There's a bottom for you. Yeah, unless you worked on it. Congratulations. 
Annihilation? Anybody? Did I say that wrong? I'm sorry. Oh my God. Is somebody from the movie here? I feel terrible. <laughs> it was awesome. I didn't understand it. Oh man, backpedaling. I've done that before. That, see? Now who wants to be awake for that? <laughs> that mistake I've made. Oh, I got really quiet. Sometimes I forget. I was just up in Portland. I forget when you're not in it. You know, and I've lived, lived here for years, but you get up to Portland and nobody works in anything that you care about. <laughs> you say anything you want, fuck trees. Oh, sorry, lumber, no, we don't give a shit. <laughs> it smells up there in Oregon, man. You get up to Shasta, you start fucking breathing again. You start realizing, man, we're not breathing air down here. <laughs> get up there and you fucking get around some trees. Like, oh, fuck all that goddamn air. What the fuck? <laughs> I just, just air is amazing. Oh my God, just fucking keep, go climb the falls. Oh my God, fuck. There's too many trees! <laughs> what color is that sky? <laughs> it's blue, but it's gonna get it's gonna change. That's some fucking drama to it. It's like here it's just tan. <laughs> like a tannish blue or a mud like that. Just dusty and dirt and some people's dreams. <laughs> Is innovative. You know, one of the things I found is very common about alcoholics, at least with me, is uh, you know, I got handed a pretty good, like I, you know, where I ended, where I started, by you know, by no effort of my own, was pretty good, and I was already complaining, like I didn't like, you know, like I, my glasses, uh, I'm not fucking skinny enough, and I got a fucking beagle's nose, and I don't like I had a lot of complaints for a guy who was white. And okay, like I was just white and okay. Like you're like, oh, it's not even it's awesome for you. Even when it's shitty, it's fucking still, you'll be okay. Right? But I didn't know that. So I was like, fucking, I'm not Matt Dillon. Well, fuck, nobody is, dude. Not even Matt Dillon. Really? No. He's not having that much fun. No, he's not having Rumblefish fun. <laughs> he made a German existentialist teen movie with Francis Ford Coppola. How fucking great is that? He doesn't know that happened. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. It seemed also mean. Um, but when I got to college, I went to the University of Oregon. I, I, uh, my, my, my mom's from Portland, and I loved Oregon, and that's where they made Animal House, and that's how I picked my college. I wish I was kidding. I wish I was kidding. Animal House came out in 88, and I said, oh, fuck it. Where's that? From the University of Oregon. And I went, and I looked at it, and I went, well, that seems like a school. Can I get in there? They're like, yeah, man. You can. Out-of-state tuition and a heartbeat? Fuck, they'll put you right in there. They don't care. It was old, you know, they weren't the Oregon Ducks then. They were like, these guys are just a couple years away from a work release program. So that's who the football team is. You'll be doing acid with them probably the night before a big game. It's not that big of a game because none of it matters. But, uh... <laughs> but my mom wanted me to go out of... She wanted me out of the house and out of the state. We live in San Francisco. She was like, go fucking to college. Go away. And again, no phones or anything. So like, you really did. Like, I could have been in fucking India. She just wanted me away. She was like, you're gonna, this thing that's happening, this teenage thing, it's gross. I don't like the way it smells. And fuck, it's all disgusting. And we've never spoken to you about a lot of things. Just get out and go figure it out. You know, just go make a mess of it. Oh, here's a Bronco. Gave me their Bronco and fucking sent me away with my buddies. Go. I grew my hair out and fucking got my ears pierced and met gay people and hung out with them. They were in San Francisco, but they were 
I did we didn't but now I had a fucking friend. I loved it. I loved the whole thing, man. But uh, and I was trying to have my own personality and so uh my freshman year, for whatever reason, I decided, you know what, man? I'm not gonna buy a raincoat or a fucking umbrella. <laughs> why? Because I'm from California. Yeah, but that just seems stupid, huh? It's my fucking that's why I have denim jacket, dude. A lot of people love denim jackets, dude. But I'm the guy that's not gonna fucking that's all I'm gonna wear. That just seems stupid. That is stupid. And I fucking stuck with it. I fucking walked around with nobody actually just thinking, that guy's wet. That guy's just always wet. That's all I know about him. I'm not picking up on any vibe. I don't, it doesn't feel like he's rebelling against anything except himself. There's not a, he's not taking a stance. It's not like he's against the umbrella fucking, the tyranny of the umbrella. You know what I mean? Those fucking, the umbrella lobby and the way they want you to fucking have their umbrellas all the time. And, just fucking big corporate umbrella, you know, fuck them. I just use my fucking hands and shit that God gave me. And be cold always and be sick mostly and not know where things are. And so one night, one night I was uh, going back to my, my, uh, where I lived, my apartment. And uh, it's cold. It gets, you know, sometimes it can be two degrees there, which is nothing I've ever lived through. And um, so I'm walking home from a bar, and it's raining, and it's fucking icy wet, and it's, it doesn't even know what it wants to be. And I'm about a block in, probably about four blocks from my house, and I'm, I'm going to die. I can feel it. My fucking hands are just, bl they're black, and my insides are seizing up, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. And I'm going to die, like, not a hero. Like, you know, like kids go to college, and like, he was bullied, but he fucking, you know, and now we know, no more bullies, like a fucking martyr for the cause, but, you know. I'm just gonna die because I'm just fucking stupid. I'm just stupid. Like, just, he, why did he like, buy a jacket? That's just fucking stupid. He just died. He died. He should be dead. He should be dead. Yeah. That guy should be dead. There's no reason. I don't feel bad. He should die. Nobody. Why wouldn't he wear a coat? Because that was the personality he picked. He should die. He should die. Yeah. But I learned a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm a fucking survivor. I didn't want to die. About a block and a half from where I thought I was going to lay down on the curb was a, they have an off-brand 7-Eleven. So like a not as good 7-Eleven called Plaid Pantry. There's no, it's not Plaid, no pantry. It's fucking 7-Eleven with a different name and there's no Plaid in any of the, none of their marketing has Plaid in it, which is fucking pure, infuriating. Like I'm like, there's, I like, why wouldn't you, if you had the opportunity. <laughs> it's not a fight they want to have. It's just blue and yellow and red. Those are the colors they pick, Plaid Pantry. So I go into the Plaid's 1982. I go into the plaid pantry and I go to get a, uh, I go down to the microwave section of the store, which is, um, this is in the 80s, that microwavable things were, there was just a shelf of them. That was it. It wasn't, it wasn't a lot, wide variety. And I got a thing called a hot ham and cheese sandito, is what it was called. <laughs> right? There's some thinking right there. Like, somebody at whatever it was, the Acme Food Company, <laughs> fucking did some serious thinking on a Friday and saved them a bunch of fucking profit loss for those shitty ham sandwiches they made. And they're even more fuck burritos. They had an excess of tortilla and they had some extra fucking ham and cheese. And he said, what if we put that fucking ham and cheese in the fucking burrito, roll it, sandwich, burrito, sandito. And fucking people were wowed by this. They're like, oh my God, the guy got a fucking raise. And then two years later, DeLorean, right into a fucking tree. So that's how we did it back then. On cocaine, all of the cocaine. We got all of it. He's like, I gotta die now. This is the way we do it. 
San Vito, man. He didn't even get to live to know that he fucking saved my life. Because I took that motherfucker and I put it in the microwave, which was the size of a small refrigerator, and to put it with gloves. <laughs> turn it on and turn a greenish color and it fucking. Right? And I took that motherfucker outside and I opened it up and I stuck my hands inside of it. I'm not shitting you. I will have to make this up. I wouldn't even know to do this unless I'd done it. Because drunk me does some thinking. I fucking jam my hands in the Sandito and walked home. And I have three friends that you can call to go, yeah, motherfucker. He came home and he had a muffler made out of a burrito, a ham and cheese burrito. And then, like a dick, he fucking. Off of his head, like a dick. I woke up the next morning and I was missing skin on both hands that I consumed. I'm certain of it. And I liked it. I liked me. I liked me then. And I have stories like, like I have so like that would be an end for somebody. They're like, yeah, man, I took a fucking I saved my life with a fucking burrito, but I'm an alcoholic. Like that was just the beginning. Like but what about you drove your car in the ocean? And well, Fuck, didn't work, but good idea, right? No, no, horrible idea. You're gonna kill four other guys. Well, alright. Like, just no fucking... No bead on it. So I was alright to hang out with because I didn't get sad all the time and I was always ready to go the next day or the next couple I didn't get a fucking 40 hour sleep. That'd have fucked me up. I'd have been too awake for that. That's amazing. I'd be bummed if I slept for 40 hours. I'm like, now what happens? Because I'm up. I can't. Now I got... How am I going to sleep ever again? 40 fucking hours. God damn it, that is some great sleep. And now you just think about, like, I love to sleep for 40 hours. I'd be ready to just go to bed and go, well, that's how it ended. It's <laughs> nice when I'm, I know, I, that's a weird thing. You don't remember sleep, but you know, fuck, I did enjoy that. I know I, no recollection of it, but fuck, it was nice, wasn't it? Man, I think it was pretty good. It was while a nightmare, but those are just fucking movies. You know, they show inside your head that you don't need to talk about. Don't tell them. Don't share them. By the way, if you have a dream, especially if you're married, don't tell your partner. They don't. Not everything. That's something about marriage. Let us end with this. If it happens to you, uh, if you decide to do it, uh, a couple things. Uh, even if they're your best friend, uh, they're not supposed to know it. Like, oh, well, just be myself around them. That's going to ruin the marriage. Do not be yourself around your fucking partner. Don't. I'm not kidding you. Be yourself around everyone else. Don't. Fucking door open. That, nobody likes that. No one likes that. Nobody wants to fuck shitting in the door open. No one loves that. It's gross. And they don't want, stop crying. Nobody wants to see that either. Crybaby Jones. They want to know it's all going to fucking happen when the shit goes down. Leave that for your fucking friends. Like we say here, fucking, you know, take the problems here, take the solution home to your house, to your solutions. Come home with solutions, not fucking problems. Fucking don't. Because it's a long time to hear somebody's problems. Even if you really love me, go, oh my God, here comes this one. <laughs> All right, tell me about your headshots. I thought, okay. <laughs> I used to wake up with, uh, I'm a, you know, here's the thing. I'm a pretty, I'm a generally pretty hopeful person. Okay, I think I am. I do love, uh, I do, uh, I, I do enjoy my life. And I have two uh, daughters that are nice-ish. And, uh, <laughs> And I love my, you know, I love my friends. I love people. I, love going, I do love going to meetings, and I do love being an AA. And I've had my struggles, and I, um, I do. I fucking, I love anything where we can talk about you. Like this is my job, but fuck, I'm happy to stop anytime. I prefer. I didn't. I love to. I'm a better listener. I mean, when I took a little side journey 
with OxyContin, I became a very good listener. You really listen on that. It's amazing, the listening skill that you get. But uh, you're just like, oh, I love everything. Talk. <laughs> Even that feels good. Keep telling your story about your buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was your shirt made? Oh, that's fucking good. <laughs> I used to wake up, though, uh, with uh, sandwiches in my pocket. That was like a thing. It happened like three or four times. I would wake up from a night with a fucking full sandwich, full sandwich in my pot left, like in my left front pocket usually. Sometimes I wouldn't know. We used to wear fucking tight pants back in the eighties too. <laughs> but maybe that's why. Maybe anyway. I, but I would, I go, oh my fuck, and then pull out a sandwich. Because I was probably so fucked up. I'm like, I'm gonna need this for later because this shit is awesome. Like I'm planning for later. So this is great. And then I would pass out for him. But I had a plan. I was hopeful, and I had a future. And that future involved a sandwich that I would be eating later. You know, first time, it was a peanut butter and jelly. Poorly made, messy. Second time, I may have stolen it. It was like a ham and cheese wrapped. So I feel like I, I don't know that I saran wrapped when I was drunk, but maybe. Third time, it was a BLT. Uh, who let me make bacon? Somebody let me make bacon. Like, that's how confident. People were. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I get out of here and let you guys go. Um, um, I'm trying to think of, I wrote something down I wanted to talk about. I think it wouldn't be, maybe, about what people say. Remember the real world? Yep. People oh, start yeah. living and get real. Nobody gets real. Real. That's a weird thing. Have you ever been real? Just fucking stood? As a carbon-based life form detached from your conscious, <laughs> a light, just a beam of light pointed towards the sky, because you're not really in this and none of it's real. No, see, nobody does that. <laughs> People just tell you stuff about themselves, and they're like, "I'm getting real." Uh, that didn't, that's not really it. I felt like a joke, but it really didn't turn out to be one at the end. It felt like a little luxury. Oh shit, I didn't bring my phone. I, I wrote something else down. I can't remember what it was, but it doesn't matter. Oh, up here. Oh my god, my fucking giant coat. This is like a house. <laughs> this is like a house. That's the other thing. You get fucking older. Okay, when he was talking, this, when he was talking about, when uh, uh, Travis was talking about um, living in a hotel, fuck, doesn't that sound awesome? There's a point in your life where you go, I don't want fucking anything anymore. I don't want a thing. Nobody, I don't, I don't care. Even if you have money, like, I don't want anything. I don't want, I don't want less. Fucking live in a hotel. That sounds amazing. Just get rid of my family and go to a, yes. Go to a couple of meetings, stay at a fucking hotel. Somebody comes in and cleans up your shit, but all you did was have a candy bar. Fuck, doesn't matter. Less is so much more when you get older. You're like, I might probably be leaving. I don't need to take everything with me. I wanted so much stuff when I was little, and I don't want any of it. I didn't want any of it, it turns out. I didn't use most of it. You won't use most of it. <laughs> Not even your partner. You won't use your partner as much as you think. You're like, oh, I'm gonna get that partner, I'm gonna have him for the rest of life. You're like, I really don't use it as much as I thought I would. <laughs> Jeez, it never need me, so that was weird. I wouldn't decided on this. <laughs> that feels pretty good, I'm gonna get off on that. Thank you guys so much, have a good night.